of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Jesus, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, this morning I thank you, Lord, for sending your word, for sending your only begotten Son to seek and to save all that were lost. Holy Spirit, this morning I ask for your anointing and, and for your, your your grace this morning to uh, share with your people what I believe is on your heart. <clears throat> and have your way with these words, Lord, in the hearts of those who hear it now and afterward. Lord, to do your will, to accomplish your perfect will in their lives, perfecting their faith, perfecting their faith, and making everyone overcomers overcomers in the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you with grateful hearts, thankful for all that you are and all that you do, all that you have done and will do, Lord, and using us in it to bring about your kingdom and to bring about your will on earth. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Good morning, Ted Lyon. God bless you. God's favor upon you. You know, as I was listening to those songs, I just uh, was reflecting on the closeness of God with his people, closeness uh, of the word and his will in the earth, that when he sent his son, his son came to accomplish what Jesus said. He, he said, I do what, I, what my father tells me, those things I do. And the closeness there, the relationship between a father and a child, <clears throat> endearing as it is, is very powerful. It's very deep. It's very powerful. It cannot be denied. And so this morning, I'm just going to talk to you briefly, maybe a little simply, just a, a simple message, faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. As I was researching this and looking at the scriptures for this, you know, there was a there was a uh, a correlation between the, the acts of faith and the miracles and the signs and the wonders that were accomplished all throughout the Bible by those who received them, by those who uh, you know performed them uh, under the moving of the Holy Ghost. And the relationships there and the connections there between faith and obedience really stood out to me. And I want to share that with you this morning. I probably won't take very long, and this might be, you know, simple on a, on a simpler level. But I'm just going to go straight to the word and share it as God gave it to me. In Second Kings 5, 1 through 15, there's a story about a Syrian uh, soldier, a warlord. Uh, his name was Naaman. And his, of course, you know, Syria is not uh, Israel. Syria is considered uh, an outside country, and an unrelated uh, neighbor of Israel. Second Kings 5, 1 through 15 says, Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife, 
And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I a god to kill and to make alive? that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman... came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Parfa, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? And went away in a rage. And his servant came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then, when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Now, the word of God highlights this this little maid, it says, little maid that was taken captive out of Israel. And through the testimony, through the the faith of this little maid, whose word to her to her master's house was, you know, there's a prophet. There's a prophet in the land. And if, if, if you know, if Naaman would just go to the prophet, he could be clean. And through this little exchange of, of words and, and this little, little girl's faith, word got to this powerful man, this important man, that there's a prophet in the land. And you could be healed. Now, when the prophet goes to, when the, when the, when the Syrian uh, warlord, the soldier, Naaman, goes to the prophet and is told to do what he's told to do, he, he came close to missing a healing. A lot of times people have these ideas and these preconceived notions in their brain about how God should work, how, what, what, what avenue uh, through which their, their their answers should come and their prayers should be answered. 
But you know, when the word of God comes, it's important to obey. It's important to obey. Obedience is so important. And I want you to look at 1 Samuel 15, 1 through 23. 1 Samuel 15, 1 through 23. Here we, here's, you know, Samuel, the prophet, the man of God, and Saul, the king. The first king anointed over Israel. Samuel also said unto Saul, <clears throat> The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. It says, Hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Saul gathered the people together and numbered them to Telaim, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and laid wait in the valley. And Saul said unto, unto the Kenites, Go, depart, get you down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For ye showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites, and Saul smote the Amalekites from Hibbalah until thou comest to Shur, that is, over against Egypt. And he took Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, and the best of the sheep, and of the oxen, and of the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. But everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed utterly. <clears throat> then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel. And he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, <clears throat> it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and is gone about, and passed on, and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, commandments of the Lord. And Samuel said, what meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in mine ears and blowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites. The people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord hath said to me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, when thou wast little in thine own sight, <clears throat> wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners of the Amalekites and fight against them until they be consumed. 
Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoil and didst evil in the sight of the Lord? And Samuel said unto Saul, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag, the king of Amalekite, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. <laughs> and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness, is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, obedience comes forefront in this story also. Because of it, Saul effectively removed himself from obeying God because out of his heart made a decision to disobey. <clears throat> he come up out of what was a commandment and it was fully in his power to obey. It was fully in his power to affect everything that God had commanded him to. But he disobeyed. Being faithful, <clears throat> like being obedient, is an act of the will. <clears throat> I want to bring your attention to Matthew nineteen fourteen. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I'm going to talk about children here for two reasons. There's a childlike faith that children have, but there's an innocency in them that they will obey and they will follow. <laughs> Excuse me. In Matthew 21:16. And said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have you never read out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? Psalms 8 and 2 says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. <clears throat> Mark ten, thirteen through 16. And they brought young children to him, touched them, and his disciples rebuked them that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. 
Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. To come into the kingdom of God requires a kind of faith that's not a self-centered faith, that's not a proud faith, that's a kind of humble faith that Jesus saw in children. Luke eighteen seventeen says, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, in no wise shall in no wise enter therein. And just like entering into a, the kingdom as a child, we are we follow God as a child. Matthew seven twenty one, that everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now Saul didn't do the will of the Father. He began to make choices that he thought were better than what he was told to do. And just like Naaman, who was a Syrian warlord who, <clears throat> with leprosy, was given a command to do something, <clears throat> and he, he thought of better ways to receive healing and be cleansed from leprosy. But thankfully, thankfully, the little maid, this, this little servant girl that was taken out of Israel to serve in a house whose word of faith, almost like a word of wisdom, like a childlike heavenly wisdom, kind of brought name and Back down to earth. Said, now, yeah, you could have done all those things, but if he, if he said to do this, well, why don't you do it? Just why don't you do it? And it was that innocent, childlike faith that kind of brought Naaman back to his senses. And thankfully, he was he he obeyed. He obeyed the word of God through the prophet and was cleansed. <clears throat> Proverbs twenty eleven says, Even a child is known by his doings whether his work is be pure and whether it be right. <clears throat> Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. See, without faith, it's impossible to please God. <clears throat> John one twenty three. John 1, verse 12 and 13. John 1, Verse 12 and 13, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, 
nor of the will of man, but of God. You must, you know, you have to receive the kingdom of God as a little child, it says. And here it says, but as many as received him. But then gave he power to become not just children, but children of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Galatians 3.26 says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. By faith in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> Romans 8. 14 through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. It is children's, and if children, then heirs heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. We are his children. We are his children. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2. <clears throat> be therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God, for a sweet-smelling Savior. With our childlike faith and our obedience, it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. <clears throat> 1 John 3, 1 through 2. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What manner of love, what kind of love is this the Father's given us that we could be called the children of God? What kind of love is that? Oh, thank God. Thank God that we are now the sons of God, that we are now the children of God. And if you love God, you'll obey. If you believe God, you'll obey. If you confess God, you'll obey. If you're a child of God, you will obey. John 14 and 15 says, <clears throat> If you love me, Jesus speaking, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. 1 John 5, 1 through 5 says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. 
By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God, and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. You love God? Keep his commandments. You have faith in God? Keep his commandments. This is the victory that overcomes the world. It's our faith. Our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. John six forty six through 49 says, And why call ye me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is a light. He is a man. He is like a man <clears throat> which built a house and dig deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. <laughs> Let me say that again. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name have many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Are you seeking to get into the kingdom of heaven? Not everyone that says to him, Lord, Lord, is going to get into the kingdom of heaven. But he says here in the word, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. See, faith, a lot of times, a lot of times faith comes in the form of a, of a test, of a trial, where, where, we're carnally trying to go into the kingdom by performance. But when you obey the word of God, that's faith That's faith And the word says Not by might nor by strength But by my spirit Saith the Lord 
See, not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will get into the kingdom. But if you obey him, obey him. Genesis twenty two eighteen, And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Talking about Abraham. Genesis 26, 5. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Genesis 27, 8 says, Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Obey. Obey. Exodus 5, 2. And Pharaoh said this. He said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. No, he didn't know the Lord. No, he didn't. Exodus 19.5 Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. If you will obey my voice, There's a connection between faith and obedience. Strong one, a deep one, a profound relationship between faith and obedience. Deuteronomy 11, 27 through 28 says, A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. But turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which you have not known. Deuteronomy 13.4 says, You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and cleave unto him. Deuteronomy 27.10 says, Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God and do his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Deuteronomy 30, verse 12, And shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shalt obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day, thou and thy children, with all thine heart, all thy soul. And Deuteronomy 30, verse 8, says, And thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord, and do all his commandments which I command thee this day. Deuteronomy 30, verse 30 says, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to give them. See, in, in, in the book of John, the second chapter, Jesus performs his first miracle. He, he and his disciples, you know, they're all invited to this wedding feast, this beautiful ceremony. And at some point, the wedding party runs out of wine. And so Mary, Jesus' mother Mary, volunteers him 
and he says she says some some striking things. She speaks to the servants and she says, "Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it." Some very wise words. And we know that Jesus told them to to do, you know, to pour some water into the vessels and then start serving. Now, see, there's faith in this story. And when it comes to the servants, we see it as obedience. We see it as obedience. 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 See, for them... You know, many of the people there didn't know where the wine came from. Kind of kind of like blind faith. Trusting. And Joshua 5, 6 says, For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness, so all the people that were men of war which came out of Egypt were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord. And to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land, which the Lord swore to their fathers that he would give us a land that flowed with milk and honey. There's a breakaway where doubt begins to take and control our decisions, and we start basing our decisions on what people, like in Saul, King Saul's, you know, situation. He blamed it on, well, the people wanted it. And somehow he he performed the will of God because uh, in his mind, but it wasn't obedience. It wasn't obedience. Now Naaman, he obeyed. At first he didn't want to, but somebody close to him with with a sound heart reminded him, look, if he had said anything to else to you to do? Wouldn't you have done it? Wouldn't you have done it? Just do it. Romans 1, 5 says, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Romans five nineteen says, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So, by the obedience of one man, one shall many be made righteous. Romans 6.16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Romans 16.26 says, But now is made manifest by the scripture of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. But now it's made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Second Corinthians 7.15, And his inward affection is more abundant toward you, whilst he remembereth the obedience of you all. 
how with fear and trembling you received him, like little children receiving the kingdom of heaven. With fear and trembling you received him. 2 Corinthians 10.5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Obedience of Christ. And the next verse says, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Philemon 1.21 says, Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou wilt also do more than I say. Verse Peter 1.2 says, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Many, many, many of the miracles Jesus performed that are written, <clears throat> of course, are for our learning. They're, of course, for our for the increasing of our faith and for the testimony and for the just just to give God glory. You know, many of these were written and shared to edify the church body. And you'll see that when Jesus came in contact with these people, these people came to him or he went to them, there was a, a command. There was a command. He would either shut people out while he went to the room where the where the the little girl was, was laying on the bed, or he would he would tell people, you know, to uh stand up and, and take your bed and walk. Or he would tell someone to go to the pool and wash. But there was a command, and the reaction, the, the, the response of faith was in obedience to the word of God. And I, I, I submit to you this morning that every little thing and every big thing, today and tomorrow, here and in the future, pray for, and we agree, and we seek in God's will. We're seeking. There will be a command. There will be a faith Unction in the Holy Ghost, and we should obey. Trust and obey. Obey faithfully, like the with the faith of a child, the simple faith of a child to receive the kingdom. Should also just receive and obey. It's not a it's not a great elaborate uh, message. I realized this morning, not long. It's just simple. It's just simple. Obedience. Faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. The relationship between faith and the obedient action in response to the Holy Spirit is powerful. It's powerful. Like a child with a with their parent. You know, you, you, a child learns to trust and to follow and cleave to their parent. Not just for their needs, not just for their comfort and their growing and their learning, but there's a relationship there of trusting and obedience. Amen. And this morning, I pray for you, Tedline, I pray for your family and, your, and all those that are listening now and, and then later. That God increase their faith 
with the Holy Ghost boldness, Lord, trust you and to obey whatever the circumstance, God, but to trust and obey your word to them. Father, in the name of Jesus, take this simple message and do it as you will for your purpose, for your glory, for your kingdom. This morning, God, <clears throat> all those seeking you and needing you, Lord, I know you're, you're, you, you hear their prayer and you're answering them. You're answering them even now, Lord God, and strengthen them, equip them, and, and, and encourage them in the Holy Ghost, Lord God, to continue in, in faith, trusting in you. Despite the adversity, despite the, the, the contesting and the resistance of the enemy, Lord, smite down the enemy's camp and destroy their, their attacks, their weapons against your, your children, but they are your children, God. Cause your angels to encamp about them, Lord God, to perfect their walk with you, Lord, and to minister to them, Lord God, in their walk, uh, following you in their ministries, Lord God, and strength with the Holy Ghost by your spirit, Lord God. Cause them all to be champions in faith and obedience to you. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. And in Jesus' name we will see you tomorrow morning. Can you hear me now? Michael, can you hear me? Can anybody hear me on this blog talk? Yes. There is or was a low. Let's see. What about now? Okay. There was a serious witchcraft attack being sent. That's why you were having difficulty. There was um, God was trying to bring deliverance. Can you hear me on the blog talk? Yes, I can. Okay, okay. Do you understand you were being attacked not at first. It almost took your voice. Yeah, it was choking yes, you. It would have been a good idea to stop and do deliverance right then and there. Are you with me? Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> See what I'm saying? You hear it? Yes, ma'am. The, 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 the Spirit of God was attempting to deliver. Can't you can't you can't go past God. You can't do that. Somebody on this I don't know if it's Spreaker, I don't know if it's it doesn't matter. How many of you on Spreaker or Blog Talk knew that God was trying to bring deliverance? How many of you knew that? If you knew that, why didn't you post it in the chat room? See, let me tell you what. None of us 
You have heard me in that same condition. Stop and get deliverance right then and there. How many of you stop listening and start praying for him at that moment? If you're not so self-centered, and if you God-centered like you say you are, then you should have known to do that. You should have known something was wrong. I mean, especially, okay, but it would have been better to post it so he'll know, so I'll know. So on this line here, it's all about deliverance. All about deliverance. It ain't about nothing else. You hear that squeaky, crazy noise right now? I don't know where that's coming from, but it's not supposed to be there. Brothers and sisters, pride will take you to hell faster than anything I know. I said, Pride will take you to hell. And the second thing that will take you there is being self-centered and not God-centered. I tell you, I don't have no pride because I'm a dead woman walking. We are supposed to be Helpers to one another. Jesus is our priest. He's the head of this line right here. (laughs) Now, I don't know. It could have been something God trying to purge you of, Michael. And if it's something God trying to purge you of, it would have been in that very message you brought. Brothers and sisters, the greatest deliverance you'll ever get, and if you never forget that Jesus and God, Holy Spirit, is your deliverer, you want God to look at you and see something that's uh, 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 preventing you or blocking you from having the fullness of him. You should want it. Yes. And when he when he makes it plain that it's needed, you ought to stop right then and there and get it. Not wait one second. And if you can't do that, that means you got an issue with pride. You got an issue with self-centeredness. I wait, I listen for God every moment, every second that I'm awake and moving. I'm looking at God. There are others of you on this line this morning. God's been talking to you about yourself. He's been showing you your shortcomings. And you're going to try to ignore it like it ain't happening. 
what happens then? You put yourself into more sin, more pride, more whatever. If you want to help me, tell me. Don't let me walk around here crazy. I tell you I got demons. Deal with them every day. Ain't nobody free of devils and demons. Why? Because right now, they're saturating the airways. If they weren't saturating the airways, you would not have coronavirus. You could walk in somewhere and somebody is asymptomatic, but a spreader, a passer of that devil. And God could be trying to warn you. They got salmonella in eggs. God be trying to warn you through deliverance. And you just going to ignore it? We got a problem. We have a problem. I know some of you on here got big demonic issues. The Bible say iron sharpens iron. I was blessed when the lady was going to send me the soap. And God used that for me to do the deliverance. To get the stuff off your skin. God is talking to you all the time. He's giving you tips and warning you. And you're going to ignore it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Zion. What's the matter now? If we don't judge ourselves, we got real issues. Please, wake up. Get you some paper towels and some anointing oil. It was trying to hit your throat. It happens all the time. When you preach in a carrier of the gospel, when you're a child of God. I keep trying to tell you and warn you how dangerous demons are. Nobody is exempt. Some of you think demons are your friends. They're not. They're looking for every opportunity, every moment to transfer from somebody to knock you out the ball game. I just sat here, I listened. I say, God, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. And then when I got ready to do something about it, I I, I couldn't even, um, uh, uh, somehow, the blog, I don't know when exactly the blog talk cut off or tried to cut me off because God knew I was going to have to. I could not rest. I could not let this go.
people call me up, they come here, they have suicide in their mind, which is not them, it's, it's from something the devil be trying to get them to take on. Yesterday, I talked to a quitter, <clears throat> a quitter, somebody who decided that their best option was to quit. I didn't try to dissuade them. I just said, if that's what the Lord is telling you to do, okay. But but I had to tell them, I said, you know, this is going to uh, be a wedge in between your and my friendship. I said, well, I said, because you have the spirit of a quitter on you. And I'd rather not deal with you any longer because I don't want to have to deal with <clears throat> that demon. I said, yeah, I said, every time I talk to you, that spirit in you that want to make you quit will be trying to influence me. And that's a battle I don't need. And I choose not to entertain that battle. So as you determine in your own heart you're going to quit, I would say to you, I love you with the love of the Lord, and the Lord willing, I'll see you in heaven. But we don't have no more fellowship on earth. How can two walk together except they both agree? What fellowship have light with darkness? God said it, not me. And what Pastor Michael was talking about was faith and obedience. The Bible say, how can two walk together except they both agree? You a quitter, I'm a winner. Won't have no agreement. And I'd rather not have to deal with your demon, unnecessarily so, because we're going to always be fighting. We're going to always be in opposition. Because, see, I read Jesus never lost. Jesus never quit. He went all the way to Calvary and finished it. We have no agreement. Brothers and sisters, you got to guard your own soul. Don't let nobody fool you. I know some people have some demons so bad that every, I told you about those cyclical demons. They rise up every 45 days or every 30 days. And they're going to continue to do that until the person they're in gets victory over them. Do I need to be having to fight with that because they determined not to have victory over their own spirit, soul, and body? No. I don't know about your parents, but my parents used to say, you make your bed hard, you got to lay on it. My mother also used to say she didn't even know what she was saying. Misery loves company. How right she was. Demons love to transfer. And bring hell into other people's lives. 
on this line, I would prefer you post it. Even if you're wrong, we could straighten it out. But if you're right, somebody won't have to go through some demonic oppression because you discerned it and and wouldn't even try to help. Something's wrong with that picture. Now, I know some of you got so many demons yourself, you're going to be posting your demons. Well, you know what? Maybe God will say, look, cast that out. Like right now. Some of you, some of you, what, what, did, what did you discern it is? I'm curious, uh, Pastor Michael, I'm curious. What did you discern we need to cast out? What was it? What is it? The uh, price. Okay, put that down. Uh, just the pride. What? What? What else? What else? Those of you that said you heard it, what did you hear? Can you post in the chat room or call us up? We got a few minutes this morning. And don't say, don't say what he says. What did you decide the problem is? Don't nobody want to say, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Witchcraft against pastors. Why don't you post it on here? Why don't you post it on here? It, it ain't no doubt in unbelief. It wasn't no spirits of confusion of communication. But that's okay. It wasn't no people in my room. But that's okay, too. It was the devil. It was Satan trying to shut his vocal cords down because he attacked your throat. It was pure and simple witchcraft. Sent by Satan. But it absolutely positively was not down in unbelief. But you know what that tells me? That tells me that you suffer with doubt and unbelief. That tells me that you suffer with spirits of confusion of communication. And it's still good. Because we're going to cast them all out. And some people have problems and they don't know what they are. You see how God works? That's how God works. Demon. 
You want to call these out? Pastor Michael, write them down. Pride, witchcraft, Satan, the serpent, doubt and unbelief, demons, and peeping and muttering. Brother Alexander, Alexander, what demons you got? Confusion, isolation. What 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 spirits did you discern? Preventing the message of faith and obedience from going forth, who would that be? I tell you right now, I talked about them yesterday. Hindrance, hey, Laura, you got it. Laura, whoa. (laughs) Hindering spirits and usurpers. proud of you, Laura. So we got pride, witchcraft, Satan, serpent, down and unbelief, demons, peeping and muttering, confusion, isolation, hindering spirits, Usurpers and a destroyer. That's what I got, the destroyer. <laughs> Stubbornness. So if we have stubbornness, you're going to always have rebellion. Always. Those two travel together. <clears throat> And guess what else? Transference of spirit. Okay, you cast them out. I'm going to back you up, okay? All right. Lord, we submit to you. Your word says to to submit to you, Lord, and and resist the devil and he will flee. Your word also says, God, that that it shall come to pass that all who call upon your name shall be delivered. And, Lord, we're calling upon your name this morning because we know that you love us and that you are for us, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we renounce all destroyer spirits, God. We renounce all rebellious spirits. Father, we renounce all hindering spirits and all usurper spirits. We renounce you. We renounce the serpent. We renounce Satan in the name of Jesus. We renounce confusion of communication in the name of Jesus. We renounce and lay down our pride in the name of Jesus. Lord, we renounce all witchcraft in the name of Jesus. We renounce all transference of spirits. We renounce every demon, every spirit that's against you, Lord Jesus. We renounce these spirits. In the name of Jesus, destroy our devil. Get out. Get out. Go. Up and out. Go, go. 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 Go
Cough it out. Cough it out. Go. Destroyer, get out. Get out. Right now. All the way up and out. Go, Destroyer. Get out. Rebellious spirits. Get out. Go. Go. Go, Rebellious. Every spirit of the Go. Go. You witchcraft spirit, go. Go, witchcraft. Go get now. out. Get out. Go, witchcraft. Get out. Go, Henry spirits. Go. Get out, Henry spirits. Go. All Henry spirits. The Lord God rebuke you this morning in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, go, hindering spirits. We break your power. Go, all hindering spirits. Go. All interfering hindering spirits, get out. Go. (laughs) Go. Go. Get out. Go. 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 Usurper spirits, get out. Get out. Go. In the name Get of out. Jesus. You surfer spirits, go. 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 Get out. Get out of you surfer. Go. Go. Cough them out. Cough them out. Up and out. Go. Go. Go now. Get out. Go. In the name of Jesus. Go! Get out. Get out. All serpent spirits, choking and leviathan, every serpent spirit, get out. Go! Go! The Lord God rebuke you. The Lord God rebuke you. Loose your holding, go. Go! Get off the back. Get Get off the back and the spine. Go! Every serpent spirit, loose the back. Go. Get out. Go. Up and out. Go confusion all the way spirit. out. In the name of Jesus, all confusion spirits. Confusion. confusion. Get out. Go. Go. Get out. <laughs> the Lord God rebuke you, confusion. Lucy the Lord God rebuke you, confusion. Go. Go, confusion. Get out. Confusion to travel with witchcraft. Go, witchcraft confusion. Get out. Go. Get out. Go. All witchcraft confusion. Go. The Lord God rebuke you. The Lord God rebuke you. Go, witchcraft confusion. Go. Get out. Go. Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. The Lord God binds you, rebuke you in Jesus' name. Satan, get out. Go. Satan, go. Go. The Lord God rebuke you, and we rebuke you. Get out. Get out. Get out. Go. Go. Go now. Get out. 
going out. Go. Go, Satan. Go. The Lord God rebuke you, Satan. Go. 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 Lose your stronghold. Go. Go. Take every shred of Freemasonry, perhaps from that. Go. Get out. Go. Get out. Get out. Go. Go. Out. Go. Get out. All spirits from any secret society. Go. Go. Get out. Go. Get out. Up and out. Go. You got isolation. Uh, uh, isolation and peeping and muttering. Those spirits of isolation and peeping and muttering. Get out. Go. Go. Come on out. Get out. Loose the tongue. Loose the tongue. Go. Loose the tongue. Go. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out of that body. Get out of that body. Yes. Get out now. Get out. Go. Go. Loose the body. Come out. Go. All the way out. All the way out. Go. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus is Lord. Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. Jesus is Lord. Yes, Lord. Go. Yes, Jesus. All the way out. You got one hanging in one left. Stubbornness. Stubbornness. Stubbornness, get out and go. All you stubborn devils, go. All stubborn demons and devils, get out. Every stubborn spirit, get out. Go. Go in the name of Jesus. Go. Get out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. All mind-binding spirits, go! All mind-binding spirits, go. Unloose to bind the mind. Go! Go! In the name of Jesus. Loose the mind. Go! Go! Get out. Keep going. Get out. Go. <laughs> All the way out. <laughs> All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. <laughs> Go. Go. Lose your stronghold. Go. <laughs> We command them demons that operate in cycles. We break and destroy the cycle. Yes. Go! 
Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Go. <laughs> oh, you cyclical demon. We get the In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father God, fill with the power of your Holy Ghost. Every air has been emptied out. Fill with the power of the Holy Ghost. Fill, yes. God. Fill them up. Yes. Fill. Fill with more of your power. Fill. Brother, he's my pastor. I bring to the stage at this time Pastor Marvin L. Wyman. It's a little song that we sang on an album a while ago. It just says, Who would have thought I'd get to know you this way? talking about the things you did before and I, I laughed at them. I didn't know I'd be one of them. Touch somebody say, who would have thought I'd know God like this? I need somebody to clap their hands. Listen. Girls don't talk about the things you've done. Yes, God. But I would just laugh at what you say. Who would have thought the time that I'd be the one? Who would have thought that I'd